Hello, this is Pastor Kong Hee. I want to thank you for joining us on our podcast. I pray that you'll be blessed in Christ, encouraged by the Word, and experience an encounter with God. Remember, knowing God and being known by Him is the greatest pursuit of life. Enjoy the message. Well, Doctor, you mentioned in your interview that you really believe that in this season, that we could have a God-inspired revival, a reawakening of passion. So, how can we enter into that, that reawakening, that revival here in Singapore in City Harvest Church? That is stirred by the Holy Spirit and requires a cause. Whether that cause is around rebuilding lives, rebuilding institutions, rebuilding families, rebuilding communities, rebuilding spiritual communities. We are cause-driven as a people. And especially the millennial generation and the Generation Z, they love a cause. They rally behind a cause. So if we take up a cause, get excited about it, that's going to bring beauty and love and life and light to human society, what the the term amongst the Hebrew culture is tikkun olam, repairing the world and our responsibility to use our gift, talents and ability to help repair this world, to make it a better place. We're not going to make it completely wonderful and perfect. Only Christ is going to do that when he returns. But we can make it a lot easier to deal with the negative realities by bringing the positive into it. I believe that wholeheartedly. Wow. Doctor, you've been consistent all this while in your teaching, in your doctrine, in your theology about bringing Christ into culture, right? Yes, absolutely. So this is possibly to you a great time for us to bring the gospel, to bring Christ into our situation, into our culture. Now, what would you say to an average cell group of say 10, 20 people? How could they make a difference and bring Christ into culture during this pandemic? With all these boundaries, you got to stay at home. There's little social interaction. What can we do to make a difference right now? You know, it is times like this that God's squeezes the creativity out of us because that's what it calls for. Creativity, innovation should excite us. The opportunities that are presented to us because of the problems that are around us. Who will be that shining light? Who's going to come up with the idea that is going to change the way people feel and think about what's going on? This is a wonderful time. I'm a contrarian. When the stock market is down, I go fishing, bottom fishing. I look for what's available. What can I pour into? What can I grow and develop? You know, that's redemptive thinking. And God is all about redeeming humanity, not judging. Jesus said, I didn't come to to destroy the world, to judge the world. No, he said, I came that you will be saved. He came to bring salvation. He 
came to begin to bring his love and his life and his light so that man could experience it in such a way that nothing else could satisfy. Do you see any um, radical change in the way you do life and ministry now after March the 28th? Absolutely, absolutely. I, 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 I have a heightened awareness of God's presence, a heightened awareness of His providence and appreciation for that, a, a, a passion to utilize my gift, talents, and abilities and build relationship. And think about this. There have been several pandemics over the last 2,000 years. The bubonic plague, black plague, the 100 years ago, the Spanish flu, 50 million people died. We have this pandemic. We have the Justinian plague. So over the last 2,000 years, all right, that Christianity has been present here, present here on the earth, there have been major diseases and impacted and millions of lives were lost. But if you look back at history, you will find that after each one of them, new innovations, inventions, advance society, human society, in ways that they were not advancing prior to that. Out of what happened with the Black Plague, it was the precursor to the Industrial Revolution that would follow. Because when man is challenged like that and shaken, he comes to a place where he doesn't want to ever return to that. So he starts thinking, what can we do to make it different? So you have inventions like the the, the, the bathroom, <laughs> because that was a big problem in, in Europe with the, with, with the Black Plague. All right, the sewage. They began to think about how can we create sewer systems? How can we create ways that people can use the bathroom and not throw it out the window in the front yard? So after every crisis like this in civilization, historically, new inventions, new innovations, new systems and structures come into play. That's how we respond. And I believe that God uses those opportunities to inject civilization with answers to problems, to questions that we've struggled with for so long. And society accelerates closer and closer to the culmination of human history when God returns. You know, Dr. Bernard, you have been such a mentor to me and to Sun for so many years, so many years. How do you, how do you like City Harvest during this time as a church to be creative? How do you see our church, say, three years from now, five years from now? How do I see City Harvest? Right. I think that what's going to happen, think about, think about this. There's a friend of mine, he is a pastor in Knoxville, Tennessee. He has a church of about 500 members. They are tend to be affluent members, so he's able to do a lot more financially, but only 500. Since he has been online because of COVID, he is now reaching 3,000 people a week. Churches are expanding their reach, expanding their contact globally. So when they go back in, all right, they have to now figure out how do we satisfy the people that need and want the corporate worship experience in the four walls of a building and at the same time continue to expand what has been expanding 
as a result of a digital presence. They're going to have to figure all of that out. So we have to think bigger. We have to think wider. And I think that our growth is now decentralized. No longer tens of thousands coming into one space. No, it's decentralized growth. It's spread out. How do we keep people connected, keep them growing, build them, strengthen them, inform them, educate them, direct them in such a, an expanding platform? Doctor, last thing, last thing, our time is almost up. You've been sharing so many of your insights and a lot of it is very prophetic by nature because you know everything you, you're saying, I could, see, I could sense that it's, it's flowing out of your spirit. The Holy Spirit is, is anointing it. But if you can say the last word to encourage all our members right now, what will you say to us as a church? Hope in the character of God, His consistency, His immutability becomes the anchor for our soul. This is a time, this is an opportunity for you to really draw close to God. Prayer is the elevation of the heart, the mind, the spirit to a place of a deeper awareness of God's presence. And I will tell you, the more conscious you are of His presence, it is amazing how that affects you spiritually, emotionally, and even physically and psychologically. So I would say work on that awareness. Dig deep into the scripture. Avail yourself of the time and opportunity given to you to study, to pray, to share, to interact. Yes, we're not in the building, but the church hasn't closed. The church has continued to be open. We are still doing community, but we're doing it differently. And it's making us have a greater appreciation of when we do come together, when we do fellowship, when we do hug and lay hands and interact with each other and greet each other. But for now, this is a time for deep, deep quality time with God, with the Holy Spirit, examining our sense of purpose, what's important, what's valuable. Take the time to reflect on those things. And I will tell you, it's often in the midst of that kind of reflection that we move away from worry and all of a sudden, we begin to see God actively involved in changing our circumstances in ways that we couldn't detect Him before because we were blinded by the loss, blinded by the worry, blinded by the fear. Fear and unbelief work together. That's why Jesus said, Why are you so fearful, O you of little faith? Those things work together. So bring faith, bring trust, bring belief into it. You have the power to do that. You have the quality of reason and thought. And now's the time to exercise that. 